0: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com.
1: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida.
2: This
0: is Cruise Radio.
1: Radio.
0: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. So happy to have you here. Don't forget, all of our articles can be found at cruiseradio.net or facebook.com slash cruiseradio. Also, brand new, just started this because uh, we have a lot of cruise news happening and tip uh, tip articles and all that at cruiseradio.net. And uh, I don't want to flood your Facebook feed on the Cruise Radio Facebook page. So we started a group. It's called Cruise Radio Insider. If you want uh, a part of it, just search it on Facebook, Cruise Radio Insider, or check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net and uh, we'll be sure to add you in there. Yeah, just head to Cruise Radio Insider and join our little group there. We'll have a fun time, I promise. So with that said, uh, Mike Giroux will be on this week's show. He's the creator of Shipmate app, and uh, he added a new feature to the app, which we really, really dig, so we'll talk about that a little later on. Also, a listener from Fort Myers Florida is vacationing down in St. Kitts on Royal Caribbean. Very jealous of that. And uh, she wants to know what to do while she's there. So Nancy Shredder with the Family Travel Network stops by with some tips on things to do in St. Kitts. But first, we always love when Teresa norton Masick, cruise beat editor of TravelPulse.com, drops by to enlighten us. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Doug. Are you ready to enlighten? I'm ready to enlighten. All right, well, let's do it. Royal Caribbean changed their mind on getting rid of Majesty of the Seas. What is the latest here?
2: Yeah, they're going to keep the Majesty of the Seas with the Royal Caribbean International Fleet, and they're going to move it to Port Canaveral in May. And everybody who sails on this ship starting in May will get unlimited free internet. Very interesting.
0: Yes, I love that. But that's not all she's receiving. She's receiving some more upgrades besides free internet, right?
2: Yes, it's going to undergo a number, get a number of new restaurants. You know, some of the restaurants you find on the other ships, like the Japanese restaurant and the Mexican restaurant. So it'll get a, a refreshment all over, which is probably can use since it's, um it is one of the oldest ship. I think the oldest ship in the fleet built in 1992.
0: Yeah. Remember when that ship was like one of the largest in the world back when when it came out?
2: Oh, I certainly do. As a matter of fact, I sailed on the Sovereign of the Seas, which was the first of the class. That was a big deal back in the early 90s. Now, not so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had some fun on those Sovereign-class ships. If they could talk, we'd have to sink them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They are cool ships, though. I do still like them.
0: Yeah, one thing I'm uh, excited about, too, is you are getting a water slide on the Majesty. The Royal Caribbean usually doesn't have water slides on their older ships.
2: Right, exactly. So. Yeah, that is one of the additions it's going to get. should be
0: cool. Yeah, so uh, for the people wondering, that means that Enchantment of the Seas is going to Miami, Rhapsody of the Seas is going to Tampa, and Majesty will be going over to Port Canaveral. So that's exciting. Right. MSC Cruises.
2: Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and it'll be doing three- and four-night cruises to the Bahamas.
0: Yeah, so same kind of the same route it's taking now out of uh, Miami, just moving it up about 200 miles. Right. Yeah, very good. Uh, MSC Cruises is basing a ship in Cuba Now, this is kind of cool, but uh, probably not for Americans, right?
2: Not really. When MSC Cruises announced this, they announced it overseas and primarily in Europe. It was not officially announced in the U.S., primarily because it's not aimed at the Americans. As you know, Americans are going to Cuba increasingly these days. But you have to go on trips that are licensed, you know, and they have what they call the people-to-people licenses. And you can't go to Cuba and lay on the beach. You have to go to Cuba... And take an educational tour, you know, where you're meeting the people and learning about the culture and the history and that type of thing. And what MSC Cruises is not going to do that with the MSC Opera um, when they put it there next winter. It is an interesting program. Um, they're going to homeport it in Havana for weekly cruises. It'll sail to Jamaica and the Cayman Islands, but spent in Mexico, but spend two nights in Havana. So people will get a chance to explore. It also puts them in place; they'll have a lot of experience on the island, if and when it does completely open up to U.S. travelers.
0: So it's uh it's wide open for our Canadian and European friends, though, right? Exactly. Look at you! You're like a bloodhound sniffing out the international cruise news. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean to tell you. Nothing gets by
0: me. No, I am going to say that. No stone unturned. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Line is ending their Nickelodeon agreement. Any word on why?
2: No, you know, I did put the question to Norwegian and asked them why, and, you know, I got their official statement, which didn't address that question. Um, It's going to end on Norwegian Epic in October, and it's on four other ships, Breakaway, Getaway, Gem, and Jewel, and it'll end on those in January. The only thing I can figure out is just a couple of weeks ago, ground was broken on the Nickelodeon Punta Cana Resort on the mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. So Nickelodeon is now partnering with Charisma Hotels and Resorts. And um, Charisma, they have a, a brand called Azul in Mexico, and those hotels already offer Nickelodeon themed programming. So I don't know if that's the reason for pulling back from Norwegian or if it's just a coincidence. But that's what's happening.
0: But we should not panic because SpongeBob SquarePants is still alive, right?
2: Yes, he is, as is Dora the Explorer. So I guess if we want to see them, we have to go to Punta Cana.
0: That works, too. So uh, Celebrity Cruises, they have a value-added pricing structure, and I'm probably butchering this, so I'm going to toss this over to you. What does that even mean?
2: (laughs) Well, it's sort of hard to explain, but Celebrity, for the past three years has been offering these limited time promotions. It was called one, two, three, go or pick your perk. Mm -hmm. Where if you book a cruise, you get to pick one extra, you know, like a drinks package or an onboard credit or something like that. Prepaid gratuities, internet. Now they're making it permanent. So anybody who books a celebrity cruise, Starting today for departures in October through their open deployment, which currently runs through April of 17, you get to pick one free extra amenity if you book an ocean view cabin or up. This is not, does not apply to inside cabins. So it's called Go Big, Go Better, Go Best. <laughs> and if you go big, that's the basic program. You get to choose either prepaid gratuities, $150 onboard credit, a classic beverage package, or unlimited internet that's if you go big if you go better you get to choose two of those things and if you go best you get all four so basically what it is is the cruise fares are going to be a little bit higher and you'll pay a little bit more for the better and the best as well but it's still, according to Celebrity, a better deal because it's going to cost you less if you book it way in advance rather than buying it on board the ship once you get once you embark. Uh, I was wondering. So it's different because it's bundling more things into the cruise fare. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I was wondering because you know when you take these kind of specials dollar for dollar, it makes you wonder. Okay, was it originally a two hundred dollar fare? Now it's a two fifty dollar fare for that fifty dollars onboard credit? Or you know, at the end, it almost seems like it's it all washes out to the same.
2: Yeah, and that's sort of true, but these have been amazingly popular with consumers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if it's people are just tired of nickel and diming and things like that, or if they just want to get everything settled and pay for it in advance. But, you know, Celebrity says they are paying less for that beverage package if they book it as part of the Go Big promotion. So, you know, it looks to me like you will save a little bit money on some of these extras, even if the cruise fare is a little bit higher to begin with. hmm
0: yeah, oh, I was just booking a cruise, or I was looking at cruises rather for this fall to book, and someone had a fifty dollars onboard credit promotion if you book in an, uh, an ocean view room. But the ocean view onboard credit offer in the regular ocean view room without the onboard credit offer was exactly fifty dollars difference in fare. So it's like, what do you even? It's like bait and switch almost to me.
2: Well, you do have to look at these very closely, right. and you have to figure out what's important to you. You know what's what's worth worth it to you to pay for it, mm-hmm. you know, and compare it. So, but apparently, what I'm taking from what celebrities executives told me last week is that people simply like the convenience of it. Sure. Um, they respond to these things, and I don't know. Maybe they think I'm getting this for free or whatever. You know, you you kind of do pay for it in one way or the other, but you have to look at it and see and compare it to what you would pay if you bought it once you are on board.
0: Well, whatever they're doing is working because we're talking about it.
2: That's right. It is (laughs) working. A lot of cruise lines are doing this. I mean, we were already just talking about the majesty of the seas. mm -hmm. And what is Royal Caribbean doing? If you book those cruises, you get free internet. Norwegian has the Norwegian Sky, which does these short cruises. Starting in January, you're going to get free booze on that cruise. So more and more, we're seeing more of these things being included in the price of the cruise fare.
0: All right, Carnival, you're up next. What are you gonna do? Norwegian has alcohol, <laughs> Royal Caribbean has internet. Now we need Carnival to step up to something.
2: That's right. We'll have to wait and see, yeah. but you know everybody's following along.
0: So yeah, exactly, hey, it makes me wonder. Back to that Majesty of the Seas story. If if competition's really heating up in Florida, where everybody just wants a piece of the pie, you know.
2: Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. You know, of course, the cruise lines don't usually explain the thought behind these decisions. Although Royal did say they did want to give more options to people in central Florida, Um, But, you know, they're going to be offering short cruises to the Bahamas. Granted, from Port Canaveral, the Norwegian Sky is going short cruises to the Bahamas from Miami. But they feel like they have to offer something extra on those cruises to attract uh, more interest, I guess.
0: Yeah, very good. Well, uh, last but not least, Carnival Vista, Carnival's newest 130,000-ton ship. Um, She floated out of dry dock over the weekend. What's next for her, and what's the latest?
2: Well, when you float out of dry dock, that means the— The exterior construction on the ship is is pretty much finished, and you move into another dock for the interior work. So it's a construction milestone. They've completed, you know, all the outside work, and now they're going to be finishing all the rooms and the decor inside. So usually they hold like a coin ceremony, you know, it's thought to bring good luck to people who sail on the ship. And um, this is the Carnival Vista. It's due out in April, maiden voyage of May 1st. This is the ship, Doug, you'll remember. um, It has the first IMAX theater Mm -hmm. at sea, and it'll have its own onboard craft brewery. So it's also Carnival's newest ship in a number of years, so highly anticipated.
0: In the first time in three years, Carnival uh, will be in Europe, too, so that's cool.
2: Yeah, there you go. And,
0: and, um, of course, I'll be found in the brewery if anybody's looking for me. So uh, just bellied up there like I was uh, on the past couple of ships. Uh, just just so you know, um, uh, we were talking about the whole upcoming schedule of Carnival Vista. Uh, Wet Dock happens from July until next April. She'll be also doing interior fitting until next April as well. The sea trials will happen in January. The crew arrives oh, okay. on March of 2016, and the ship actually gets delivered to Carnival from Fincantieri on April of 2016. And, of course, her first cruise is happening on May first, 2016.
2: Very good.
0: So, yeah, You uh, has got the whole schedule. I'm out of breath now. So with that said, we've been talking with the Sherlock Holmes of the cruise industry, Teresa Norton-Masic, <laughs> Cruise Beat Editor at TravelPulse.com. We'll link to her articles in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Also, Teresa, I-, I think I may have added you to the exclusive Cruise Radio Insider Facebook page. Did you get that invite today?
2: Well, thank you. I just clicked on OK on Cruise Radio Insider on Facebook. I have now officially joined you there, Doug.
0: And feel free to post your articles because God knows I can't write.
1: (laughs) This is Cruise Radio. When is your next cruise? Where are you going? And what are you going to do once you get there? Market leading specialist CruisingExcursions.com offers savings up to 60% offshore excursions versus cruise line prices. Whether it's private, shared, scenic, historic, or family tours, cruisingexcursions.com has up to 12,000 excursions in over 700 ports worldwide, like Rome, Vatican City, St. Petersburg, in which we include the visas, Sydney, and Jamaica, just to name a few. You can even bundle your excursions for more savings. Make your next vacation affordable and unforgettable by visiting cruisingexcursions.com. ParkWest West makes us
0: excited to spend money on art.
3: To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon.
1: Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience? Good or bad. Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: We always enjoy answering your questions here on the show. If you have a question you'd like to ask, just email comments at cruiseradio.net. This question comes from Diana from Fort Myers, Florida. She says, our cruise ship is going to St. Kitts, and we've already been there. We've done an island tour and a lot of the usual things. Is there something different you can recommend? So to answer this question, we have Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network. Hello, Nancy.
1: Hey, Doug. How you doing?
0: Good, good. How would you answer Diana's question?
1: Well, Diana, island hopping is a popular thing to do on any Caribbean cruise. And interestingly enough, one of my favorite islands is just a quick ferry ride away from St. Kitts. If you're looking for something different to do, take the ferry or one of the ship's catamaran shore excursions over to Nevis, which is St. Kitts' sister island, Nevis is separated from St. Kitts only by about two miles at its closest point, so it's very close, and there are plenty of ferries from St. Kitts to Nevis. The ferries are really inexpensive, and they run very frequently every day of the week, so it's very easy to get there. It's really worth going to, too. Nevis is one of the Caribbean's most scenic and unspoiled islands, so it's really stunning. Arriving by boat or by ferry, your first view is going to be of Mount Nevis, which is this big, dormant volcano topped by clouds. It's absolutely beautiful. Another reason to go is just the people of Nevis. They're incredibly friendly, they're warm, welcoming, and wonderful. And speaking of people, another fun fact is that Nevis is home to more green vervet monkeys than people, so it'll be fun for you to go over there and absolutely go bananas over those little guys. <laughs> and plus, there are tons of cool experiences on the island itself. It's really a great day trip. So for something different, I'd really encourage you to go there.
0: You mentioned the ferry from St. Kitts to Nevis. Do you know how frequently they run? Are we talking hourly or every few hours or um, what?
1: Yeah, so in the mornings, it's it's almost hourly, and then sort of um, not not so much in the afternoons and a little bit more in the evenings, and I believe in terms of charge, it's about $8 U.S. each way, and mm-hmm. kids, I think, are about $4 U.S. That's my general thought on it. Yeah, no worries. And
0: uh, how uh, how long is the ride?
1: For about 45 minutes. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: That's not bad. So it's, uh... it's really short. The other thing is that um, if you go over on that, that closest area, that two mile point mm-hmm. from St. Kitts to Nevis, there are water taxis that go back and forth. And obviously, it's even shorter there. That's probably a 15 minute, 10, 15 minute water taxi ride. They're more expensive than the ferry. So most people who are coming over by, you know, from a cruise ship over to Nevis generally take the ferry. But those water taxis are great too.
0: Nice. If you're going to St. Kitts, you can go over to Nevis, but uh, once you get to Nevis, Nancy, what would you actually do?
1: Well, there are actually lots of things to do on Nevis, and it all depends on your interest. First thing you might want to consider is taking an island tour to see some of the island's amazing sites, like the Museum of Nevis History, which is also the birthplace of Alexander Hamilton, some of the island's beautifully restored historic plantation inns, some of the Caribbean's oldest churches, and the beautiful botanic gardens of Nevis, which are gorgeous. But, you know, hanging out at a cool beach bar is another thing that cruise passengers like to do, and Nevis is home to some really great beach bars, including Sunshine, which is typically named as one of the top five beach bars in the Caribbean. That bar has created quite a buzz with its potent run punch called the Killer Bee, but it definitely packs quite a sting, so don't drink too many and miss the boat
0: home. You might miss the um, ship, yeah.
1: That's, that's the only thing I about that one um sunshine who the bar's friendly owner is also a fantastic cook so don't miss his freshly grilled local lobster his mouth-watering barbecued ribs they're all incredible he makes uh, great grilled fish too another thing that's great to do is hiking with a guide it's a great way to see the island's beautiful rainforest and you might be able to spot some of those cool monkeys as well
0: is nevis one of the places that the whole family can enjoy or is it more of a mom and dad type thing
1: Oh no, Nevis is incredibly family friendly. First of all, because of the people, because they love kids and they're mm-hmm. really warm and welcoming. And second, all of the places that I've mentioned are all very welcoming to families and children. So it's not one of these sort of uptight couples places. It works really well for couples, but it also works really well for families too. And when I was sitting around the pool at a number of these places, people were commenting on that. They remembered coming there as a couple and now they have kids and they're there with the kids and they're saying, wow, this works just as great for our family now. This is fantastic. That's one of the hallmarks of NIDA.
0: Do a lot of cruise lines go to St. Kitts? I know she's going on Royal Caribbean and I know that Princess goes there as well, but does the yeah, big ones go of, as well? Yeah,
1: a lot of the cruise lines, yeah. Uh, Carnival, I believe, calls it St. Kitts. Um, there are also, you know, a couple of the cruise lines, that the smaller cruise lines, they call it Nevis. So you've mm-hmm. got Sea Dream Yacht Club calling there. I think Windstar calls there. But only the smaller lines call directly at Nevis. The big ones call it St. Kitts, and St. Kitts is definitely a popular port for the, the large megaships.
0: The smaller cruise lines I can never afford. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: We've been talking with Nancy Strutter from the Family Travel Network. If you want to find out more about Nevis in the St. Kitts area, check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Nancy, always a pleasure having you on, my dear, and uh, have a good evening. Yeah,
1: great being with you, Doug. Have a great one. We know you can't go on every single cruise, so we do it for you. Find over 200 ship reviews and money-saving tips at net or search Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio.
0: We always like having Mike Drew on the line. He's the creator of Shipmate app, a really, really cool app. It's free, too, by the way, in Android and iPhone app stores. You basically can check out your cruises, look at cruise ships, ships locations, deck cams, uh, photo galleries, and uh, roll calls. Am I missing anything, Mike?
3: Uh, there's a few other features in there, including our new event that we're really proud of, which I'm sure we'll talk about. So thanks so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, man, you bet. Uh, I do love this new feature. It's called a newsfeed feature, and it reminds me of Facebook, like how Facebook's newsfeed works. So go ahead and explain that to us.
3: Yeah, and that's exactly where we've where we gotten the idea for this. So so similar to Facebook, when you're on Facebook, when your friends um, and people that you have relationships with through Facebook, when they upload new content, um, that's dropped into your newsfeed. So you can easily see the latest um, and most important information that's relevant to you, your friends. So similar to that, we've created a newsfeed that shows only the most relevant content for your upcoming or past sailing. So for instance, you you just booked a Majesty of the Seas cruise mm-hmm. and you've saved that into your shipmate app. And now in your newsfeed it will show you all of the relevant content for that ship and for the ports that you're going to in your itinerary. So as an example, if a one of our users uploads an image and they've just gotten that from the Majesty of the Seas, they upload say a dozen images, they tag them with Majesty of the Seas in the different parts of the ship. All of those are relevant to you because they're on the ship you'll be sailing, so that will go into your personal feed. And that goes, that also happens with the reviews that we get in the app in on cruiseline.com and also with chat comments in those specific sections of the app. And so all of that, all of the latest and most important content for your upcoming sailing will be dropped right into that newsfeed.
0: So I'm going to Newsfeed right now on the app and then it has my cruises or all activities. So I click My Cruises and it tells me I have ten days to my cruise and then it starts populating everything about Nassau, Coco K and Majesty of the Seas. And this is basically like this is like people that have done this recently, right?
3: Yeah, people that have done it recently, also people that you'll be on the cruise ship with, and all of those people that have some interest in both your ship and those ports for whatever reason. So those, all those people will be contributing in those channels, and we call them channels. You're you'll subscribed to these specific channels based mm-hmm. on your ship and ports, um, and, and so that's what you're seeing in that feed.
0: Okay, this might sound like a stupid question, but if I click on all activity, what is that pulling in?
3: That's everything. So that's all the content uploaded by our users. So you'll see, you'll see hundreds of new items daily. We get, we get hundreds of new images uploaded every day. We get dozens of reviews uploaded every day. Um, and there's, and there's endless amounts of chat through the different channels of the app. So any new content by any of our users will show up in that, in that general feed. So, I mean, you could sit there, you could open that daily, and you're seeing a lot of new content every day from our users.
0: Nice. And, uh, you know, roll calls are huge on the ships. And in case you're a first-time listener not familiar with what a roll call is, that's where a group of people from a certain venue get together, like off of Facebook, off of Cruise Critic. Mike, can you do roll calls on this app as well? You can.
3: I've actually done a little analysis of our roll calls um, within the app versus the size of roll calls outside of in, in other channels like that like you've mentioned and and ours tend to be on average about four times the size of, of these roll calls in other locations so if you look at any upcoming specifically carnival we have a, we have a huge carnival following and if you look at any upcoming carnival sailing within the next few months um, it's not unusual to see 300 plus people using the app on those sailings in those roll calls in the app
0: how does this how does this chat feature work
3: chat is so if you go into your specific sailing and you select chat, that chat room will be for all of the people in your roll call. So it's essentially we also call it a roll call chat. So of those, say three hundred people, they all have access to that specific chat channel. So it's kind of like a um, like a separate chat forum just for the people that will be on your sailing. So oh. what we like to see in there is, is people in the general, because we have general chat areas as well. And we like to see people asking less specific questions like, um, you know, what what's the best thing to do in this port if they're in a port chat channel. But in the specific roll call chat, we like to see people kind of interacting. Hey, do you want to meet on day one? um at the lido deck who has kids under nine what do you you know maybe we could they set up play dates stuff mm-hmm. like that so more specific kind of interactive and then the general chat is more broad-based just informational
0: you know, also it's also good for these roll calls in the chats is that we actually rented a van in st martin with some people from Shipmate app back in december and took a van over together to uh maho beach so that's cool to kind of connect with excursions and make it a little bit cheaper
3: that's really cool. I love seeing that. And and we've seen the same at, say, individuals staying at hotels the night before their cruise sales. And um, they'll say, hey, anybody staying at the Hilton? And then they'll get together at the at the lobby bar in the Hilton. So it's always really fun to see that people are actually meeting in person because of the app.
0: What platform can we find the news feed on? Is it on both Android and iPhone right now?
3: It is. You'll find it on both. And, um, and it's ready. It's live right now. It just became live last week. And, uh, yeah, so regardless of the device, download that, and you'll find that in your, in your menu section. Just uh, You'll see a newsfeed icon. Click on that, and it's all of your new content right there.
0: Very well. If you have any more questions, you can check out ShipmateApp.com or just download the app. We'll also link to it in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. We've been talking with Mike Giroux. He's the creator of Shipmate App. Mike, my friend, good talking to you, and have a good evening.
3: Thanks so much, Doug. We appreciate you letting us announce our new feature, and uh, it's feeding time. Get in there and uh, and check out the new feed.
1: (laughs) You bet, bud. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer Say goodbye